You're here. Welcome to the Masterminding Success Podcast. They say if you want to be successful in business and in life, then surround yourself with successful people. So pull up a seat. The Mastermind is about to begin. Okay, so if a fly loses its wings, does it now become a walk? (laughs) That's a good one. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, hey, you made it. Glad you could join us for another episode of the Masterminding Success Podcast. We're your hosts, Keith Wheeler. And Nuria Corby. And what are we talking about today, Nuria? Well, today we're going to talk about something that I love to talk about because the topic is, is KDP saturated? And by KDP, we're talking about Kindle Direct Publishing, but this could apply to any business. <laughs> when we talk about yeah. KDP, I think, you know, we could be saying this about any any business. Yeah, I, I know the the fans of our other channels that, that are uh, listening to the podcast are probably excited. Oh, they're finally talking about books. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely, um, you know, we, we talk about KDP just because uh, we're very familiar with that. And that's a question that we get a lot, especially, um, you know, throughout the year, but especially towards the end of the year. But, um, but it, it really does, the answer really relates to just about every industry you can think of. And that is, you know, is, quote, you know, whatever industry, is it saturated? Um, so what are your thoughts on this? I think, I've, and I get this question a lot. It's not even a question. People are very adamant. KDP is saturated. Yeah. You can't publish any books anymore. And uh, it really, I mean, I always give them the example of if you go to a market, any market, there are tons of of uh, stalls with fruit, with potatoes, with whatever you can think of. And nobody goes into a market and says, oh, this is saturated. <laughs> we can't right. we can't sell any more potatoes or any more oranges. Or, you know, it is a marketplace and Amazon is a marketplace. And I think any business, if it's buoyant and it's busy, that's a good thing, you know. And mm-hmm. my husband and I, we always have this, this joke when we walk into a bookstore. We love going to bookstores and browsing and seeing what's what's new taking pictures <laughs> and um yeah. we went when was it it was last sunday we went to a big shopping mall here in the uk called blue water which is near near to us and there is a huge waterstones people in the uk will know what it is it's a big bookstore it's absolutely massive and there was bookstores uh, book uh, shelves and and it was just never ending. It was like a sea of books. And not only was there a sea of books, but there was a sea of people buying books. So my husband and I looked at each other and we said, it's saturated <laughs> because yeah. we know what people always say when they see so many books on Amazon. They they say, oh, there's too many books already. Can we really publish more books and make money? And the answer is absolutely yes, because it's not saturated. It's just that it's a very busy marketplace and uh, there are always new books coming out and people are always looking for new books. So I think if we had to buy all of those books, yes, it would be saturated, but we just buy a small section of books and another person will buy another small section and so on. So, yeah, that's my opinion. I don't think any business is saturated. It's what you bring to the table and how you develop your product. And uh, and it's up to you to make it work. It's not the marketplace at fault if you're not selling. It's it's your product or how you present it. Do you think that? Right. 
No, I, I do agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, I, I think one thing that, that adds into this whole belief that things are saturated is all these commercials you might see on YouTube or on social media where they, you know, they say such and such is saturated and they're selling, saying that as a selling point to get you to do whatever they're trying to sell you. So, um, keep that, you know, in, in the back of your mind when you hear that. Uh, for those people who are interested in books that are listening to this podcast, you know, don't, don't turn away because again, this isn't just about books. Um, you know, you could say if you're, if you wanted to open up a, a hamburger joint, you know, you could be like, well, there's hamburger joints everywhere. You know, it, it's saturated, but it's not. It's like, again, what you were saying is what, what are you doing that's going to make it unique? You know, are they going to be gourmet burgers? Are they going to, you know, are your hours going to be different? You're only going to be open from, you know, breakfast to, to lunch and not all day. And, you know, again, what's going to make people come to you above and beyond your competitors, um, at least to try you out. And then what, what are you going to do? That's going to keep them coming back for more. So, you know, obviously, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, off, you know, off the podcast, a lot about books. Um, and you know, and that's the, the topic of this is KDP in particular, but, it it really does come down to um, what we call niching it down. You know what? Yes. You know if you if you create a a business, I'm not going to say a book. If you create a business that's that's made for everybody, then it is going to seem saturated because you're going to be just one of a million. You know, yeah. um, and instead of finding something unique, so you're one in a million. You know, mm -hmm. so you're you know the the whole point of you're you stand out. Um, again, whether it's the niche that you're writing your books in, um, or if you're creating no content books, what, what that niche is, or if you're creating any kind of business, you know, yeah. what are you offering? What are you putting on the table? And this is something we covered back when we were first, um, one of our first episodes when we were talking about starting a business, you know, mm -hmm. what, what's going to make your business different? What's going to make you stand out? So, um, I, I agree completely that, that it's not saturated if you, you know, if you think more into your business and what's going to make your business different. Absolutely. I agree so much. I mean, this is a subject which I feel really, um, I don't know if passionate is the right word, but I, I really like to say to people that don't think of anything as being saturated because then you're kind of, you're already giving up and you're, and maybe that's why people think it's saturated because they haven't, they find it too difficult or the, the whole thing seems too daunting and too complicated and, oh, it's saturated. But that shouldn't stop anybody. I think that a busy marketplace is a good thing. And if you can find that right. niche and that original or unique product, whatever that is, whether it's books or whatever product you have, um, I remember that was the case when I started my, my online business selling jewellery. People were saying it's saturated. Everybody's selling jewelry, you know, on Facebook, right. on eBay, on Amazon. But you can still do something. You can still make it your own and and have a certain style and something that makes you different from other people. And uh, the same happened with YouTube. You know, oh, there's too many people doing YouTube. You know, you you're never going to get anywhere. But you know, if that stops you, then they're right. You can't let things like that stop you. You have to at least try. And if right. you find that thing that makes you stand, um, 
away from everybody else and makes you stand out from everybody, then I think you can't really talk of it in terms of saturation. It's busy, but it's not saturated. And uh, being busy means that there are lots of people also buying. So, you know, I mean, Amazon, if we're talking about KDP, Amazon is such a huge marketplace. It, I don't think it can ever be saturated, and especially books, because you're reading books, you've finished one book, you then buy another one. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. it's a never-ending thing. It's not something, books are not something you buy once in a lifetime and that's it. It's not like houses or like, you mm-hmm. know, something that you can only buy once in a blue moon. People are buying things all the time. I should know. I'm probably Amazon's best customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Um, I, I, so many times I, I feel that people are using the, the phrase it's saturated, um, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally as an excuse, um, either, like you said, an excuse why I shouldn't do it or an excuse why I did it. And I'm not seeing the success that I wanted to, um, again, getting back to a previous episode that we did, it's not easy, you know, business isn't easy. And so if you're, you know, all these people that are selling this get rich quick, um, the business isn't it. And, uh, and so, um, but, but I agree, it's not, it's not saturated. Now it may seem saturated, um, regardless of your business. Um, if, you know, when it comes to kind of getting people in your door, you know, mm-hmm. either whether it's virtually or, you know, or physically, but, um, you know, that just comes with, with promoting it and, and getting the word out there. But that's not that's not the niche. So it, it may be that there's a lot of books out there, you know, and, and your book is one of a thousand that's in that niche, which for those people who aren't in the books, one in a thousand is is, is a, a pretty, pretty good niche to be in. Um, if you only have, a, you know, a thousand other books as competitors, um, you know, so, yeah, you may have to do promotions and things like that. But that's part of business, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. again. And that's what I think one of the biggest issues when it comes to to publishing books, uh, whether it's self-publishing or traditionally publishing, is is that people tend to forget that it is a business. You know, if, if you want to be successful in it, it's a business, and you have to treat it like that. Yeah. So again, it's it's getting back to the whole you know original question. Um, they're not saturated. It's just a matter of you. It's not as easy as it used to be. You know, um, you know, there's there are more competitors out there, so you you have to do more to become more visible to your potential customer. But, but once you do, if you have a good quality product, then they're going to keep coming back. That's a good point. I think, I think that's what it's about. It's the fear of the competition, really. They see all that competition that they've got. Everybody's competing, and and it does. And I mean, we've all done it. I've I've said mm-hmm. it's saturated, and many right. many times, you know, until I realize that oh, actually, it's not. It's what you. I think sometimes you just get a light bulb moment and it suddenly becomes all clear. But I I was one of the people that said it, it's very saturated, I think. You know, I think it was when I was doing blogging, I thought, oh, well, I don't know. And the reason was it wasn't working for me. <laughs> it was right, just not, right. you know, I was finding it really difficult. And then it's really easy to say it's saturated. <laughs> it kind of right. takes that burden off your shoulders. But um, it's... I think I was kind of lying to myself by doing that. And uh, now, because of everything else that I've done uh, after I did blogging with KDP and everything, I understand the things that I did in the past better as well. And I 
see mm-hmm. now that actually it wasn't that it was saturated. It was that I wasn't bringing anything different to the table. And I think when it comes to books, um, I've got a good example this week as well. Someone copied one of my books exactly cover. Um, there was just a slight variation on the design, but the inside, there was a page in my book where I explain how to use the book. That was copied word mm-hmm. for word, you know. So, and I'm thinking, why are they doing that? Because they're not gaining anything by doing that. They might right. gain a couple of sales, but my book has, you know, quite a lot of sales. And, and I know why they did it, because they thought, you know, this is a good one to copy. But right. it's not going to work for you. You have to bring something unique to the table and something different. Um, because otherwise, if you just copy what's already out there, then that's not going to work. So, Right. I mean, if, if you copy something that's that's been out there longer and has reviews and everything else, yeah, yeah like you said, you might get a, a couple stray you know, sales. But again, that's not a good business model to have. No. You know, you, you need to do something that's that's going to make it unique. Now, um, I have run into that issue myself, which is why majority of the time I don't publish on, under my own name anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once the once the channel got to a certain size, then I was like, yeah, I, and I started seeing that happening more frequently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's not, um, you know, like I said, it's just not a good a good business model to have. And and when it comes to being saturated, the way I look at it is. Um, the only way something can really be saturated is if, uh, obviously, there's a lot of competitors, but if the the customer base is a finite amount, you know, you're only going to get X amount. Of, but when it comes to business, it's not. I mean, the customers could be anybody, yeah. you know. And so because it's basically an infinite number of you know, obviously the number of, you know, people on the planet, but that's about it, you know? So, so it's really, I, I don't see how it really can be saturated as long as you find a way to reach out to your target audience, you yeah. know, uh, you know, the, the people that, that will enjoy your product, your book the most. And, yeah. and, you know, if it speaks to them, then not only do you get that sale, but you probably get more sales, you know, and get those repeat customers. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing, and not to copy and to bring something unique to it. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it, it does seem daunting. And I do, I do know why people sometimes suddenly look at something and think, oh, no, it's saturated. It's not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It's not as, really what they're saying is it's not as easy as I thought it was. Right. Because, like you said earlier, they've watched those those advertisements you know or, or even youtube videos where someone says well this book makes five thousand dollars per month you can do it too <laughs> you know in and, three uh, easy steps yeah. yes very easy <laughs> while you sleep you know so it's it's not easy at all and uh, it it's hard work and uh, obviously it doesn't sell to say that to people so i can understand mm-hmm. why people say it's easy but i don't think you know, I mean, I always tell people it's difficult and they understand. They, you know, and the ones that want something easy, they're not going to benefit from from any good advice that you can give them because then, right. you know, there is no such thing as easy money. So I think people are understanding enough that they know it's going to be hard work. And, and those don't tend to be the ones that say it's saturated. You know, the people that right. are putting in the work, they can see that if they work hard, they can possibly make it work. 
and it's usually the ones that are looking for an easier way and i don't blame them you know we're all mm -hmm. looking for easy well, right. ways um but they tend to be the ones that look at it and they say oh no it's too saturated because they can see that they would have to compete with a lot of people right. and there there lies the difficulty really you know finding that unique selling point is not easy so yeah I, I mean, life life is hard. It's always it's always best to to you know we we have this inclination to always reach for something that's easy because we're not used to easy. You know, we're used to life being hard. Um, so I get that, and 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 I don't begrudge anybody for for feeling that way. Uh, I'll be honest. You know, a lot of times I'll hear uh, KDP is saturated, and I just chuckle and I'm like, okay, and then that <laughs> that means you're not going to do it, which means that's one less competitor yeah. for me. You know. Um, but um, I, I just I, I don't like it when people get deterred, you know, when mm -hmm. when they they get that negative mindset that I can't do it um, again. Oh, it's yeah. not easy. It's not easy. But if you you know, if you go into it with the right business mindset mm -hmm. and, you know, you understand that, um, I mean, it's like they use they, they almost in, use the word interchangeably with there's competition. You know, yeah. it's saturated. There's competition. Yeah, well, yeah there's competition yeah. <laughs> again because it's a business. Yeah. But um, but again, saturated means, you know, there's there's just there's too much there. You know, adding to it isn't going to be beneficial. And and that's not the truth. If you have something, some product worth, uh, you know, that that's worth it to customers then then it is worth it to do it you know it but again it it will take some time to and and energy to get that you know, in the eyes of your potential customers yeah it's um i think you know we could have another topic about this the mindset of this whole thing there's a lot of um um, there's two, there's not really much in between, I find. There's either people who are very positive about something and they tend to be the ones that make it in the end. Mm -hmm. And there's another set of people who are negative right from the beginning and really don't see what could be achieved. They see what could be lost rather than what could be achieved. Right. Um, but I think that's the same in any aspect of life, really, not just business. Mm -hmm. But I think that is really important mindset and having a positive mindset and not looking at the competition as a bad thing. It's a good thing. Um, and I think that I'm sure people who are listening now have their own ideas about that. And there will be some that will insist that it is saturated because that's how they see it. And if that's how you see it, then that's your truth. And that's how you how the world presents to you. But mm -hmm. You can overcome that. You can you can try and look at the positives, or maybe just try and do it and see what happens. I don't know. It's it's just really hard to get over that mindset, and because um, I know, because I think I think we all have that at some point, you know, where we think, oh no, I can't do that, you know. But actually, why not? Why can't we do it? Right. And it's saturated is one of those um, those views that kind of stops you from doing something and it's not because it really is saturated it's because you see it that way and right. that is the problem yeah right and and if you're going into a business um again i keep calling it a business because it is but mm, yeah. you go into any kind of business and, and you have that mindset um already have that negative mindset of failure um, it's going to be hard to overcome that Definitely. Um, whether it's yeah. overcoming it 
um, you know, monetarily with actually getting success or just, you know, within your, within yourself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you already have a negative mindset, you know, many times I've said that the, the difference between people that I know that have been successful and people who haven't is that they, the people that haven't just quit too soon. Um, it, it's hard to not be one of those people if you already go into it with a negative mindset. It's so much easier to quit if you already are thinking you're going to fail, you know? Yeah. And, and I know some people do that so that way they don't, you know, they go in with, you know, the, the lowest expectations so that way they can't be disappointed. Um, but that's not the way to run a business. You know, that's yeah. not the way, um, the, the most successful people I know are the most positive people that I know. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, and, and it's, you know, as we've said before, it's not easy. There are going to be, um, things that trip you up there, there, there will be failures. Um, but again, it's how you handle those failures. Do you just, you know, roll over and say, okay, I knew it was saturated. Or do you say, okay, what, you know, I need to pivot. What can I do to, to, you know, to change things around, you know? Okay. You know, KDP, you know, the, the whole title of this is, is KDP saturated. KDP is a huge generalization, you know? Um, it, it's not, you know, are, are you doing, what kind of books are you doing? Are you doing children's books? What kind of children's books are you doing? Are you doing picture books? Okay. Are you doing concept books? Are you doing books, you know, that are teaching like, you know, letters and numbers and, you know, what's the age range, you know, all these little things that help, you know, that niche it down, that help drill down who your target audience is. And then at that level, is it really saturated? No, you know, and, and the good thing about, you know, we're talking about uh, KDP. The great thing about that is, is you can look on Amazon and see what your competition is, you know, exactly. and but even if you just look at that and you look at, you know, the competition is a thousand, you know, if you just Googled up how many books were, you know, paper, you know, print books were bought last year, you know, and you see the millions yeah. that were bought and your competition is a thousand, yeah. how in the world can anybody realistically call that saturated? Yeah. You know, it's just a relief to some people to be able to say, mm-hmm. oh, it's saturated, you know, because. I know people that are really struggling to, we're talking about KDP mm-hmm. again, but it could be any other business, right. um, but some people are really struggling and they're, they're following all the advice, they're, they're doing what they think is the best they can do and it's just not working for them. And then if it's not really for them, and, and it can be not for them, it's not for right. everybody. Um, it feels so good to be able to say, oh, it's because it's saturated, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And I understand that totally because that, and if that makes you feel better, you know, I'm all for making yourself feel better in any way you can, then that is your, that is a good reason to, to do that. But it's not, you know, for, for those of us who, who take it almost like a challenge rather than a problem, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely not saturated because, because there comes a point when you understand where that point is, where, where is it not saturated? You you start learning about niches. You start learning about where there's gaps in the market. And uh, that comes in time. That comes with experience. Right. And it's not something some people know straight away. I, I admire when I see these people that, that know, they've got a nose for things almost. You know, mm-hmm. I've had to learn it the hard way. But you do eventually. Right. And you, you find those niches and you find those gaps in the market. And... Uh, it's definitely not saturated. But if it's saturated in your particular niche, in your particular world, then 
you know, it's it's a way out for some people to say, well, I'm going to try something different, and that's fine. Yeah. That's and that's yeah, that's absolutely fair. And 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 again, I mean, I I'm really big about, especially if you're you know doing this as a side job, um, mm-hmm. if you're not enjoying it, yes. then then why do it? I mean, absolutely. you know, if I mean, just do do your full time job if you're not enjoying what you're doing on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm okay, you know, with people if they use it um, as a reason. To, to stop doing what they're doing or to or to or to change what they're doing then that's completely fine just don't I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you use it as an excuse you know um, you know me, meaning you know just trying to blame it on everything else and if you just aren't having fun or you know enjoying and not to take away the fact that it is a business so there are going to be things that are not fun about it but in general if you're just not enjoying yourself and you're not seeing success, then yeah, you know, may, maybe your your time and energy is is better served somewhere else, but um, it's probably not because it's quote unquote saturated, mm-hmm. but more of you know you, maybe you don't have the finances to to you know run enough advertising to get your yeah. you know your books you know in in the eyes of you know the your potential buyer. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of it is, and I really respect those people that you know, like you were saying, that kind of just. Uh, catch on really quickly but i think a lot of that are people that that maybe have done some research ahead of time because they were treating it like a business and they're like okay going into this i want to make sure that i understand this but i'll tell you i mean i've been doing this since uh 2016 and i I still learn stuff Mm. you know every you know if not every day at least every week Mm. and and that's what makes it fun you know the the moment i stop learning is probably when i'll stop doing it because it, it won't be fun anymore you know, there, there won't be any challenge behind it. You know, I, I'm always trying to, to kind of one up myself, you know, what can I do to, um, you know, to, to better enhance my product, my books, um, and, and customers are a great way to, to learn from that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the positive and the negative reviews, you know, that you get from customers, you know, that's how, that's how you can make your product even better. Mm-hmm. You know, again, whether it's a book or, you know, a, a restaurant or whatever, you know, if you, if you get feedback from your customers that, you know, this is working really great, this isn't working, then, you know, you focus on what is working great and you keep doing it. And then what isn't working, you can kind of tweak and, and learn from that. Absolutely. I, I actually use that a lot in the book world where I look at other people's feedback <laughs> and mm-hmm. then especially the negative feedback is really useful yeah. because you can just make something better than that or cover those uh, things that were missing in the books that are already out there. So yeah, absolutely. You can learn a lot and you never stop learning. <laughs> That's another topic yeah. actually. Yeah, absolutely. Never stop learning. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I mean, looking at your, your customers or your competitors reviews, absolutely is a great way to, uh, to better your product. Not so not only looking at your own reviews, but your competitors as well to see where they're um, lacking so that way you can, you know, make up for that and, and make your product even better. So it's yeah. definitely a, a great way to, um, again, just, just stand above and, and beyond mm-hmm. your competitors and make it seem a lot less saturated. Well, this has been another great mastermind, Nuria. We want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you listeners and viewers who came to tag along. If you enjoyed today's mastermind, it would mean the world to us if you'd follow or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. And while you're at it, go on and leave us a review. We love to read them. 
I don't know about you, Nuria, but I'm super excited about next week's topic. Me too. <laughs> and I'm not going to give anything <laughs> away, but it's, it's a good one. Until next time, I'm Keith Wheeler. And I'm Nuria Corby. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Mastermind today. Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and tell a friend who would enjoy it too. Your support is greatly appreciated. This has been the Masterminding Success Podcast.